Lord, the niggas you sent us are down here dick riding for the Black Lucky Charms Leprechaun. Deliver us from this hell. Give a fuck about a hands, What's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 16 of Black Splaining Podcast. I hope y'all didn't think I was joking. Look, one week, two episodes, back at it like a bad habit. Um, I am super excited that you're back here listening to another one of our episodes, and I hope you enjoyed the one from yesterday. I hope you're going to enjoy this one that I have planned for you today. And overall, I hope you're having a great week for all my nine to five cubicle warriors look we almost out of here you know for anybody else anybody that's just you know under the boot of capitalism I hope you have a weekend coming up I hope you have a day off I hope you get to spend Christmas and the rest of the holidays with your family and I hope you have some time to rest and take care of yourself you know if it's not in the form of you know receiving gifts or giving gifts I really hope you just have some time to breathe and just really relax and take care okay like that's that's my sincere hope for you you know 2021 has been you know a a repeat of 2020 (laughs) but I look we all need to take time to prioritize ourselves you know everybody has said if if whatever job you're working at fuck that job if you die they post your job probably at your funeral okay there's definitely gonna be a recruiter in the back pew on her work phone posting your listing um so prioritize you you know work cannot matter more than your real life um but yeah I'm going to jump right into the content this week because I, there's definitely been, you know, some things that have been on my mind, some things that have come out on social media and just in, you know, world news and the the, the news of the day-to-day world that I have just been really wanting to talk about. So I'm going to just jump right into it. Um, yeah. So this week, uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was um, a... Uh, an incident that occurred um, over the weekend. So if if you're not on social media or if you don't have a a regular news outlet that you check into, um, over the weekend, there was a man named uh, Rajay Black who murdered his ex-girlfriend and his ex-wife and went on Facebook Live to talk about. So on Saturday afternoon, he was outside of the apartment of his ex-wife, you know, ranting very, you know, in a, in a crazy way, saying all these things, talking about he just did something crazy, you know, admitting to the murder of his ex-girlfriend and then being like, you know, my ex-wife has been doing things to me and she's next. So, and that's exactly what happened. So he um, went on to do these things and in the in his Facebook live, you know, he talked about how he was being disrespected. He was being accused of doing things to his children, um, things like that. And how the 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 incidences in his relationship with his ex-girlfriend and the relationship with his ex-wife just kind of pushed him over the edge. So the the Facebook live was still up for a while. And um, so it had. But, you know, once things are on the Internet, they're there forever. So obviously it has been re-recorded and re-uploaded and things like that. And there, there, there were just so many conversations about the incident. And that's really kind of where I wanted to 
put some of the focus on for this conversation that I wanted to have. Like there were so many people in the comments of this post saying that, well, you know, they pushed him and they pushed him and they egged him on and they egged him on. Like how much can a man take? And there, and these comments from men, mostly men, that's what I will say. Comments from mostly men about how, oh, well, he was just pushed and he was pushed and he was pushed and, and how much can a man take? And, you know, they were trying to ruin his reputation and they were saying egregious things about him and you know there there and what I will say is that there is this conversation and this incident is so multi-layered it's so nuanced it's just so complex and it's black and white in the fact that you know it was wrong for him to murder his ex-wife and his girlfriend but the conversations are so nuanced and you know they're so complex that well not really because all of these people that are having these conversations are obviously simple-minded but you know they really thought that they were that's what I, let me rephrase it. They thought they were uncovering some level of nuance and some level of complexity about the situation because they're like, oh, well, um, because I get one of the allegations, he said that his ex-wife had um, accused him of inappropriately touching or inappropriately having a, a type of situation or relationship with his kids. Um, so he was being accused of molesting his own children. Um, he also said that, you know, there were some accusations of him being um, an uninvolved or a deadbeat father and things like that. And then furthermore, because as people like to do when men, you know, commit these horrendous acts of violence, they're like, well, you know, he was such a good person in the rest of his life. He was a nurse anesthetist. So he worked in healthcare and I guess in his field, he excelled and, um, and he, he, he was, he was good at his job and the people at his, the, the people have the people at his place of employment, excuse me, kind of stuttering there. The people at his place of employment really enjoyed him, things like that. So people were just using that to validate the fact that like, oh, well, you know, he was just pushed and he was pushed and he was pushed. And then how much more can a man take? And that's what um, people were using to validate the fact that he murdered in cold blood in a premeditated fashion his ex-wife and his ex-girlfriend one of whom was pregnant with his child so yeah the 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 it the whole situation was and like it's just wild and I the one the first thing let me just touch on the first thing that when men are pushed and when they go through any type of emotional emotional turmoil and they snap it always results and it, it usually results in violence against women like men are men are constantly given validation for when they snap and they need to murder somebody or they need to beat somebody up or something like that and in most of the cases, it, it does involve like an XY situation, a, a situation where there's a divorce or a situation where there's, you know, some type of legality involved, whether that's a divorce or prior domestic abuse. And because the situation is so new, you know, there's still a lot of research being done so that, you know, news outlets can provide accurate and thorough information to the public. Even though a lot of these articles are real, real disrespectful and real, just, you know, not thorough and real, just let me just get the information out there first, because there are so many contradicting reports. There are reports that he has a history of abuse, a history of abuse. There are reports, you know, that you know, there are people claiming that, you know, the wife and the girlfriend were conspiring against him. Like there's so much information about this that that is just like 
and 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 here's the thing because we also live in a generate we also kind of live in a culture where people just like to read taglines where like so if i read the headline and it's like man accused of molest man falsely accused of molestation murders why then we're just like oh well he was falsely accused of molestation like that's why he whoop whoop you know what I'm saying? Like everybody likes to be, no, I, I think we have really gotten to a point where, you know, instead of doing the full research and, and things like that, like we're just like, oh, well, let me read the tagline and we'll that, that, that pause, 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 pause. So let's talk about the facts of the case. All right. I'm going to just, I'm going I'm to put on the facts of the, I'm going to pull out the facts of the case. And there's the facts of the case are this man premeditated the murder of his ex-girlfriend and ex-wife. Boom. That's it. Those are the facts of the case. That's what's happened. <laughs> like there are no other. This is what I don't understand when it in situations like this. That's literally all that matters. You are not allowed to murder people because they pissed you off. And that's the thing, like some of the reports that have been validated, that have been vetted, do show that he has a history of aggression and violent tactics against his ex-wife and his ex-girlfriend. Those are some of the reports that have been validated. There are no, you know, and legal documents are fairly easy to uncover, like in the there do you if especially if you work at the Huffington Post or the LA Times or something like that and none of those larger reports who have reported on this case have said anything about like you know in the divorce decree or in the divorce proceedings it is on record that you know the the, the wife or the plaintiff or the defendant or anything has accused the other of you know inappropriate touching of the children no none of that has been uncovered not to say that you know accusations haven't been met or any or haven't been made or anything but that it literally doesn't matter y'all like the fact of the matter is is that there are men out there who think it is okay to murder women because they have pushed them to their limits like women get fed up and you know we might get on twitter and we might be like fuck that nigga or you know what i'm saying we might really like maybe we might go to the club and just violently shake that ass i don't know but all of the women i know do not have violent coping mechanisms we don't we're not like you know what he pushed me to my limit i'm gonna beat that nigga up like no that's usually men and the comment section on this definitely showed that women if you are out here dating these heterosexual cisgendered men be careful i think we already know that we already know that we need to be careful but be even more motherfucking careful because that shit is this is real life as fuck like you know this man got on went on facebook live after he murdered a person and then before he murdered another person like these men are emotionally unstable they're crazy and then the remaining men are all like yeah that nigga he deserved that shit he did that like ah 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 ted bundy Okay, not on Jeffrey Dahmer. We don't get to be serial killers because we're angry. Okay, you and just like y'all be telling us. Remember when when we be telling men about our experiences, like oh they they're touching me at the club. You know I'm getting groped. I'm getting assaulted. I'm getting harassed. We're supposed to suck it up, right? Why don't y'all take? Why don't y'all give yourselves that advice? She pushing you to your limit. I will suck it up. And that's the thing when the the aggression of men and the the unraveling emotional state of men always results in a woman paying the price for those emotions okay women are men and it usually look because that part of the conversation is layered because men are often punishing their mothers through their wife and their girlfriends but that's a conversation for another day okay baby but 
this situation is cut and dry. Like this man was wrong. This man was crazy. And the women in this situation are 100% the victims. And how we know that they like, and on top of that, his kids, the babies, he just left them in the back of his BMW when he went in the house to murder their mother. Like how motherfucking crazy can you get? And it's still niggas in the comments like, oh, well, he left the kids out of that shit. So clearly he care about them. If you are a murderer, you don't care about nothing. If he felt like, you know, the kids were really on her side like that, he would have murdered them too. The only reason he didn't is because the real qualm he had, as he was explaining on Facebook Live, was with the ex-wife. And that's crazy as fuck. Like, these men really be out here caping. Like, if you just want to be, if you just want to beat up women and you just want to murder women, just say that so we can get you off the streets. Because this, let me just tell you that this comment section was fucking frightening. They're like, you don't know what people go through and you don't know what that, you know what? That would be the case. That would be the case is if we were on the online bashing him because he had like a mental breakdown at work. Like maybe he went live and he was crying and he had the Olivia, the uh, Viola Davis snot bubble coming out of his nose. Like, yeah, that would be the case if we were making fun of him for expressing his vulnerabilities or for, you know, trying to explain the situation to the world. But we are literally saying that this man is a crazy ass motherfucker because he murdered two people. And if you look up in the dictionary, crazy murderers are in the description okay people who murder two people after getting on facebook live are in that description of motherfucking crazy that's what i don't get and that's why that's why i'm so concerned for some of y'all because it's like why are you over here defending a murderer why exactly is it this how and you know what this how i know that back in the 90s, y'all called off work to go watch OJ's trial. Because why are you defending? Who He literally went on live and was like, yeah, uh, she next. What? And you're like, oh, well, you don't know what people go through. You don't know what. what, what, what. He, what he's not saying that he this man didn't go on Facebook live to vent and to cry and to break. He went on Facebook live to confess to murder. And then kill himself. And that's how you know he's really a Because he was like, I can't do time in jail. Oh, so you crazy, but you ain't that damn crazy. Because if you really thought that this was just and this was sane, then you would have just stood on that shit. But men, they just like to drag everybody the fuck down with them. This, and this is why Beyonce doesn't talk to us. Because... Y'all are literally just out of your motherfucking minds. And that's just what the fuck it is. Because that this situation is literally a situation that should just be cut and dry. He went, he murdered his ex-girlfriend and he mur premeditated murder. Let me just reinforce that. He murdered his, he, he planned the murder of his girlfriend and then planned the murder of his ex-wife, executed that plan and then talked about it on social media. And you guys are like, well, we don't know what he's going. You know what? I don't know what you're going through. And you know what? It would be so interesting if somebody murdered you, you know, because on the other side, you're going to be like, damn, like I ain't deserve that shit. No, you didn't. 
<laughs> no, the fuck you didn't. People don't just listen to murder, mother, murder of the people because they mad. Because they crazy. Okay. So look, I, and this is a serious situation. So don't take, you know, my little quips as disregard because they're not. I recognize the severity of the situation. And this is a hundred percent an incidence of the internet is not a real place. Y'all. The internet is not a real place. Your little comments and the, the, the people's comments in the comment section and all these things like those don't matter. The fact of the matter is, is that this man murdered two people and then left two kids without either parent. And then he traumatized them for the rest of their lives because you know how easy it is for kids to get on the internet? For them to see a TikTok about it or a, a true crime Instagram video reel about it. Like it's so easy for kids to access the internet. And because of these algorithms and, you know, location tracking, it, it's a story close to them. So it'll probably be one of the things that is easier for them to see based on those algorithms. So he murdered two people, traumatized two kids for the rest of their lives, and then created two gaping holes in people's families because he was a selfish, narcissistic, abusive coward. And y'all are in this man. And y'all are in the comment section of these news articles saying, well, he was justified because he was at. Let's cut that noise right now. When women are murdered by their partners or abused by their partners, you're not allowed to validate it regardless. I know that like, you know, Facebook and Twitter, oh, this is the free speech, free speech, and I can do what I want on the internet. Yeah, you are allowed to chime in on, you know, Kate Middleton's dress at, I don't know, the Met Gala. You're allowed to comment on that. If that shit was ugly, that shit was ugly. Say that shit with your chest. You are allowed to comment on whether or not, you know, Eminem is the best rapper alive. All right. Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, everybody from the 313. You know, you're allowed to comment on those things. But when women are abused, and when women are murdered and when women are hurt by their partners and those experiences are shared on the Internet, you need to do this. One, shut the fuck up. Two, shut the fuck up. That's really all I got for you, because these are instances where it literally does not matter whether or not you feel it was justified or whether or not you're like, oh, well, we should empathize for him because he was going through a year. And that's what I mean by this culture of misogyny that we have because women's stories of abuse and women's stories of violence are never taken seriously. You know, we get on the internet and we're like, oh, well, you need to get you a gun and you need to get you a baseball bat and you need to walk with your keys in between your fingers instead of getting in these comment sections and being like, you crazy ass niggas need to check yourselves. You know what I mean? Like there are so many ways in which we could reframe the way we think about things, especially when it comes to misogyny and violence against women. And one of those things starts with checking your motherfucking uh, abusive tendency having ass homeboy. You feel me? Like you remember that time you went to the club with your homeboy and he said, hey, shawty, she kept walking and he grabbed her by the arm. Yeah, you need to check that shit. You need to check that shit. That's that's what I'm saying. There are so many better ways we could address misogyny and we could address violence against women. And y'all being in these comment sections talking about we need to empathize with narcissistic abusive murderers. It's not it. And it's giving. I'm not even going to say that. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I can't get reckless on this podcast. I don't want to get canceled um, because I only got like 100 followers on Instagram. So if I get canceled, I'm out of here, y'all. Nonetheless. It is wrong to murder people and violence against women is no motherfucking joke, especially like 
and like especially like violence that is visible and i think part of the cold the culture of misogyny is definitely the desensitization the desensitized we're desensitized because it's so visible on social media and because it's so visible on social media people really think that you know they they buck their chests up they buck their chests up and they're like, oh, somebody got abused. There's a story of abuse. There's, whoa, whoa, well, let me comment on it. And that's not your place. That's what I don't understand. Like, I think people see the internet and people see free speech. And like I said earlier, they're just like, well, I can say whatever I want. That is this, I can do what it's free speech. It's free speech. You don't, you're not allowed to comment on people's story of abuse. You're not allowed to comment on things like that. And you are specifically not allowed to comment whether or not you believe somebody due to whether or not you're a fan of someone else or whether the other person is deserving of your empathy. Okay, because that's another thing. The, the, the visibility of these stories of violence because of social media has made people think that they can be like, well, they're a liar. What? Who's a liar? Because... Look, that that's all. That's that's really what the fuck it is. Because on Monday, the judge upheld the assault charges against Tory Lanes, and one of the first things people wanted people did was run to the internet once again and talk about how much they don't believe Megan Thee Stallion. And this is look to because this further talks about you know the stories of violence against women, and one of the reasons that. People are saying like, well, we don't believe Megan Thee Stallion or she's a liar or woo-woo-woo and look at how big she is and she could have fought him like, girl, back. One of the reasons that they're saying that they don't believe Megan Thee Stallion is because they're like, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. Tory Lanez was the only one with gunpowder residue on his hands. The gun that was used to shoot Megan Thee Stallion was found in his car. She identified him as the shooter. Other people identified him as the shooter. And now... You know, it has come out that he might have made a disparaging remark to her when he shot at her. And people are still like, well, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And it's giving cognitive dissonance. It's giving how the fuck did you get a high school diploma? Because reading comprehension is, you know, it, it's, it's one of the larger things that you learn when you're in high school. OK, because that's the thing. I, I don't think I've talked about the Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lane's case on the podcast yet but I just want y'all to know that this is not we believe all black women over here we believe their stories we support them unconditionally and that's just period so if the entire private eye is whose side you're on in this case then you know what I'm saying you're listening to the wrong podcast because we do not believe anything that he says okay we don't believe that it was a misunderstanding. We don't believe that they're out to get him. We don't believe any of that. Okay. We don't believe any of it. And the fact that y'all are out here on Beyonce's internet caping for this man who has no hairline and is about four foot 11 shows me that clout is really, really important to you guys. And that is so very unfortunate. So, so very unfortunate because, and to fuck him, all right? And not only, like, Megan Thee Stallion just accomplished something great. She graduated from college, and you guys are on fucking 
again on Beyonce's internet trying to drag her down during one of the most important moments of her life. That just shows me that y'all hate women, black women specifically, black women specifically, because that's so fucking crazy to me. Like literally there is so much there, like there's a mounting pile of evidence against Tory Lanez and you guys are still on here talking about oh well we don't believe her okay well no one believes you either <laughs> nobody believes you when you say you that nigga nobody believes you when you say you popping like nobody does that and it's literally the age of the so the age of social media that has some of y'all geeked the fuck up and you know your chest buffed out because literally like I don't <sighs> Oh my God, Tory Lanez is three feet tall. And if he saw you on the street, he would act so aggressively towards you. He'd probably try to fight you. He'd probably try to belittle you. He'd probably try to disparage you because people who are two feet six, you know, and adults usually have complexes like that, especially this one because it's like short and aggressive just go together. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he's only about a foot and a half tall. If Tory Lane saw you on the street, he wouldn't dap you up. He wouldn't let you kick it with him. Like y'all are doing so much dick riding for what? To be tossed to the other side of the street by Tory Lane's security guard. These entertainers, these celebrities, they don't fuck with you. You don't get any brownie points for defending them online. None. You don't become more famous. You don't get any money. And if you DM Tory Lanez and told him, hey, I'm having a financial hardship. I'm your biggest fan. I say fuck Megan Thee Stallion. He'd fucking block your ass. He would block you. He'd screenshot the message. He'd post it on his story. And all of his fans would laugh at you collectively. And y'all are still out here like, well, I, I support him. I support him. I support him. For what? Name one Tory Lanez song that is not a sample. It's not a feature. And it's just him, and it's good. Three seconds. Two, one. Can't do it. It's because the it's the music isn't this good, all right? The fuck are y'all so gung-ho on supporting him for? For what? Say it? Yeah. The, the original sounds better. Just listen to Brownstone. Why are y'all supporting him? He's two feet tall. Why? Like, are, are y'all not embarrassed? This is really embarrassing. Come on now. Grown ass man out here on the internet, three feet 11. Get it together. Man, it's always the, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was, but in all seriousness, cause like, let me, let me put my serious hat back on. The, the continual perpetuation of the culture of misogyny and the violence that we've seen specifically against black women be validated by other black men only shows me only further shows the point you know that black women have been making about misogynoir you all hate black women especially you know when they are quote-unquote masculine presenting because the jokes still ring out about or the jokes are still there about her being a man and you know they made the same jokes about Sierra being a man but Taylor Swift like seven feet tall if Calvin Harris beat her ass oh y'all would be out here just free Taylor and I don't I'm not wishing that on nobody and I know that was a little I know that was a little problematic but y'all know the point I'm making y'all know the motherfucking point I'm making this only happens because they're y'all are so insistent on humbling black women 
y'all are so insistent on making sure that we know our place like especially the comments about oh well she like 10 feet tall why didn't she fight him you ever fought a nigga with a gun yeah and you wouldn't and here's the thing let me get back let me pop some shit real quick you punk ass niggas get the fuck on my nerves on the internet talking about she could have did this and she could have did that and we don't believe this and we don't believe that but when your homeboy smacked your ass on the back of your neck called you broke asked for his 20 dollars back said you couldn't smoke his weed and you didn't fucking say nothing to him how did that make you feel you know what i'm saying because y'all own homeboys be having y'all press the fuck up him the fuck up like long pants and y'all want to get on the internet and pop shit about a woman in her story of abuse get the fuck out of here as a matter of fact nigga you a survivor your goddamn self because i'm pretty sure you done got your ass beat a few times because you a punk ass bitch you know i just need let me just pop a little bit of shit because i try i'm i'm being serious and i'm being respectful because the ser the situation it warrants that but some of you niggas are out here on beyonce's internet pretending that you hard and pretending that you're you putting on this facade supporting tory lanes when in real life um you know a, a nigga with a little bit of money could smack you in your face and your ass would be quiet as a church mouse Okay, I hope he gave you some coconut oil or something when he, <laughs> I'm not going to say it, y'all. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking say it, but you know what the fuck I mean, punk ass niggas. The fuck? A nigga pulled a gun out on you, you'd be, you'd fucking faint and that's because you're a bitch. But you on the internet talking about, I don't believe her and she could have fought him. Yeah. All right. You ain't got no gun, you punk ass nigga. So when Megan and the Stallion see you in the street and she beat your ass, take it. Take it. Look, I'll, I'm sorry. This is a very serious situation and warrants serious discussion. But some of you niggas just are pussies. And it irritates me to my soul because y'all ain't like this in real life. What? I, clout is such a... Y'all ain't like this. Y'all ain't hard, y'all ain't cool, y'all ain't popping, y'all ain't nothing, okay? Y'all ain't like that. And I really just want you to be the person that you are because the person that you ain't, it ain't working for you. All right? Just, woo! All right, okay, I'm going to put the serious hat back on because I think a serious discussion definitely needs to be had about, you know, the fact that men are very staunch supporters of people who have track records track records of abuse because of what they have done and what i say this to say that men will support broke men will support men who have a lot of money because they want to be like them so these broke men on the internet who are supporting tory lanes because they wish they were in tory lanes position that's why they do it it's because their hatred for black women and the want for the humbling of black women transcends into them supporting abusers it's the same with r kelly men are out here supporting r kelly and saying well you know white men have done worse to us because they wish they could be in r kelly's shoes which if you what i don't if y'all would really just understand how fucking one in a million it is to break into the music industry i think you would finally get this delusion out of your head that you can one day be these people because you can't 
And the internet is not a real place, but the spaces in which black women have received violence and have been survivors of violence, those are real places. Those are real spaces. And you have friends and sisters and cousins and mothers who have experienced some type of violence and they see you commenting on the situation about the man that killed his ex-wife and his girlfriend saying, well, we don't know what he's been through. And they see you commenting on the Megan Thee Stallion situation saying that, you know, we don't believe her. And they are hesitant to share their stories of surviving abuse or surviving some type of violence with you because you're crazy. And furthermore, it does not take them being in close proximity to you for them to be believed and respected. Women deserve to be believed. Women deserve to be respected. Black women deserve to be believed. Black women deserve to be respected and protected. Meanwhile, the black men you sent us, Jesus, are down here caping for a nigga that's two feet tall. Because he got an auto-tune box. What? Get the look. In all seriousness, the stories of black women don't need to be validated by you in order to be real because they exist. And I hope Tory Lane spends the rest of his my four foot life in jail. That's it. Namaste, y'all. Have a great week.